exciting. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Weirdly Magical with Jen and Lou. And I am Lou, and I'm an astrologer and writer. And I'm Jen, and I'm an Akashic healer and creator of the Illuminating Journey Cards. Cool. And in this episode of Weirdly Magical, we are going to talk about the energy of the solar eclipse that's on August the 11th at um, 2.57 a.m. Pacific, 3.57 a.m. Mountain, 5.57 a.m. Eastern, 10.57 a.m. in the UK and anywhere else will have to look up for themselves. <laughs> we're not only going to talk about the eclipse because there's a lot happening leading up to the eclipse and just afterwards. So I think we're going to kind of talk around the energies too. Um, but I'm just going to kick off giving a little kind of rundown of kind of the makeup of the chart. Don't worry about having to remember it all. This is for those that are interested and know the um, know how the astrology works so the eclipse itself is on uh, is at 18 degrees of leo on the 11th and it's conjunct Pallas athena at 17 degrees and mercury retrograde at 14 degrees of leo uh, the nodes are at five degrees of leo on the eclipse because it's an eclipse is always conjunct the moon's nodes uh, happening around the eclipse, though, uh, we have Mercury squares Jupiter two hours before the eclipse. Uranus turns retrograde on the 7th, so four days before the eclipse. So on the eclipse, we'll have seven retrogrades if we include Chiron, which I do. And um, we have a T-square between Chiron, Saturn, and Venus that we'll also talk about. And we have Mars conjunct Black Moon Lilith at the zero degree degree of Aquarius. And to top it all off, we have a finger of fate or Yod or finger of God coming from Neptune in Pisces and Pluto in Capricorn pointing directly at the eclipse itself. So there's an awful lot to talk about and there's a couple of other things I'll mention as we go along. But um, <laughs> I just want to say, you know, before, before Jen comes on, uh, my overall kind of impression of this eclipse is that this is one almighty awakening <laughs> and break from <laughs> past because it's a new moon solar eclipse. So it's a, it's a start. Um, Jen will talk to the numbers, but it is, I do know it's an 18.9, so it's kind of an ending and a beginning as well. Um, a lot happening around the um, beginning degrees of, of a lot of signs, so it's, it's an almighty kind of shift. There's a lot of healing, there's a lot of, and with all the retrogrades, I think there's a lot of stuff going to come up from the past to be let go of as well so that's my kind of overall impression what about you Jen? <laughs> <laughs> yes uh interesting so i'm using the akashic records to kind of guide me as well as uh some uh, you know using the numerology around this moon and the first impression i had 
or I'm receiving is around the this moon being very feminine. It's a very feminine energy coming in, even though we're going well, you know, it's fixed signs and it's uh, Leo, right? It's happening in Leo. It, it feels like this feminine breakthrough in a sense, this, um, it's almost like the, the sensation of uh, I've had enough, like this is this wave of energy coming through. I've, uh, you know, I've had enough of the illusion that being in control is um, the way to do things. Mm. So it's that kind of sweeping away the, uh, uh, what's the word, the idea of how we, we, we use our minds to go, well, this is logical and this is logical. And of course it's like this, and this is what I see. So there's kind of this sweeping energy coming through that's breaking down old communication, like the way we've communicated with ourselves, the way we've communicated with others and the way we've communicated with our environment, with source, with the earth, all of these different things, all being kind of, pounded into powder at the same time when i look at the numerology it's fascinating we're having this on the 11th of august and we're in an 11 universal year so 11 is this um this number that connects us to love and light so it's a it really is expanding this, our sense of self opening us up to a new awareness of who we are and allowing light into our communication, light into our brains, light into our hearts. Mm. Um, so really is about standing on our own feet in a new way, because two is about uh, building connections and community, but through honesty, through uh, being uh, truthful with who we are and what we see. So we're not pretending like i'm pretending and i'm going to manipulate people to do what i want no this is what i need and this is what i'm saying this is what i see this is what i'm willing to do mm. so that's the 11 and it's a double 11 because it's an 11 day and the 11 year could i just say add, an, add another 11 for you yes um aquarius is the 11th sign Oh, yes. yes, very well. And, and of course, in London time, you know, it's 11. It's almost 11, the time of yeah. the... Uh, yeah. So uh, it's very interesting, right? There's all of this stuff. And the other interesting thing is about this 11 is that our year, 2018, right, that the moon and sun are at 18 degrees. Now, 18 degrees is a very interesting number because it is about... Uh, releasing the hold or the control of the ego over our world or our life. It's a letting go as well as a welcoming in this universal love, the connection to the people around us. Mm. So it's fascinating how these numbers keep repeating and reminding of us of what is true. What is the light we're bringing in? The truth is we are loved. Uh, we are connected. And so we can have the delusion or we can allow these wounds, like you mentioned, with these wounds to heal, to, to be um, split off or broken, the idea that we're not connected or we're damaged or victims in some way. The universal date adds up to a three. 
ask. So because we're in a 19 universal month, so two plus one plus eight, which makes 11, plus eight, it gives us a 19 universal month. Mm. One and nine. So here we have the ones again, right? One and nine make 10. So that gives us another one. Mm. So it's a, a 19 month beginnings and endings. Mm. And this energy of the sun coming in and shining our light, being who we are without any excuses. Mm. And there's more I can say about this, but this is communication as well. I'll talk more about that later. But really, right now, this is about how we're communicating with what we have, like being present in the reality we see without being crushed by it. Like there's opportunity. But mm. What are we willing to see? What are we willing to communicate with? And I would, I would kind of add, you know, that Mars and Black Moon Lilith at the zero degree of Aquarius. You know, Mars is out of bounds and um, okay, and retrograde. I couldn't hear what you were saying. Yeah. Sorry, Mars and Lilith still at the um, at the zero degree of Aquarius. We're having some technical difficulties, yes. by the way, people, because of all these retrogrades. So if if uh, if one of us speaks <laughs> out, the other will make up for it. But um, it's just not much we can do about that. The universe, the energies are kind of a bit crazy at the moment. So electrics are fading in and out and internets. Facebook was having problems this morning, in fact, I should tell you. It was... Um, it was kind of having majorly glitchy, but um, and my my point was about the communications because um, Aquarius is the higher mind, and we have this out of bounds and um, and uh, kind of he's kind of rogue kind of energy of Mars retrograde at the mm -hmm. zero degree of Aquarius, about to go back into Capricorn, and Black Moon Lilith. Also at the zero degree of Aquarius, having come just from Capricorn and Capricorn really being kind of the patriarchy, the structures we've lived under, the rules we've been lived under, the, the shoulds we've lived under. It's, it's kind of like this is breaking away from those rules. Pluto pointing at the eclipse saying, here's the rules you don't need anymore saying here dig them out and get rid of them yes. <laughs> neptune washing them away <laughs> it's like it, there's so much in this and chiron in a, in aries is really about healing the i am i look at it um you know it's it's kind of saying I, and i've been writing about it the last couple of days it's just like it's time to stick a big middle finger up at the rules that don't fit you and say screw you i am who i am i'm just going to follow my my heart now yes <laughs> absolutely know? which is very much a leo thing shining your light is actually about um you know the 19 is the number of the sun uh, as well as leo it's about the sun it's about eclipsing mm. the old and allowing what is true for you to come forward. And the only way you can do that is to be in rebellion with the dogma, with the kind of force feeding of all those shoulds. Uh, I do think it's fascinating that Mars and Lilith crossing paths at zero degrees. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a very 
I think, a very feminine quality to Mars in this uh, in this whole period we're going through. Oh, and, uh, and you know how funny that they found discovered a lake, an underwater. Oh, how lake. interesting! Yes, indeed, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so this is the thing is we tend to think of Mars as being, you know, the god of war and we have very structured things about how things are. And this is all teaching us that this isn't, there is only, there are many ways to read things and to name things. They don't have to be what they've been, you know, being out of bounds, being in the zeros. The, the number zero is such a beautiful number uh, mm. because it's about everything and nothing. It's the, complete uh, open space it's the lake if you want or the great sea or our breath it's all about being in an expansive environment where we get to choose you know and a lot of times people forget you know capricorn even though it's the the part of our institutions it's also the she goat it's a feminine energy mm -hmm. that is uh you know so it can also go rogue or go you know that's enough of these old rules it's time to bring a new energy into right, of seeing like just like war you know the idea of war is that we build up all our frustrations and then we look at the um the group or someone across from us who doesn't agree with us. And we're like, okay, we're going to battle and we're going to force you to agree with us. or we are going to kill you? And here we are in this moment where we are in this healing and we're being called into love and going, wait, I don't have to uh, get the people across to agree with me and I don't have to kill them either. Mm -hmm. There are other ways, and maybe the greatest way to be at war is to recognize what's true for you and go, I'm pulling back from needing someone else to agree with me. Yes. And remembering with this number, with the nine, you know, a lot of this is egoic precepts about, oh, if, I, if somebody else has something or they come into my space, I won't have enough. Mm -hmm. And of course, that's an illusion. So the idea is if I do my thing and I express what I want, there will be enough for all of us because we'll find ways to share and make it work. Or we will, you know, we will find our own groups that uh, we feel connected to and a way of communicating in the round. So instead of, uh, uh, just saying one person is this great leader who knows everything we take turns to bring our wisdom into the world and so we don't feel affronted that's the egoic uh, um, wounding right is when we are affronted by the idea that oh somebody's taking something from me mm. they can't take anything unless you let them to be yeah honest. right right <laughs> but that's the illusion we've lived under right and how interesting that Pallas Athena is is right there conjunct the eclipse also being pointed at by that um, finger of fate or God as well. And, and you mentioned the deeply feminine side of all this and it's showing up in so many ways. But but she is almost like the female version of Mars in some mm. way um, mm. in the myth. She is a warrior and things, but she uses this wisdom. She doesn't. Uh, you know, she's about creative self-expression as well and wise justice, not just this um, running after somebody with a spear kind of 
but then, but then Mars is expressing that side of him as well. Because when I say Mars is out of bounds, that means he's acting out of character, out of the norm yes. that Mars does. So he's he's acting very differently right now. So there's, you know, and when we say masculine, feminine, we don't mean men and women, by the way. And just to get that clear, neither I know you don't mean that. Yes, either, good point. <laughs> you know, and you know, just in case anybody's a new listener and right. not sure was talking, because you know, we all have the masculine and the feminine within each of us, but we're learning, or we're being called, invited, I would say, on the eclipse to eclipse this old way of doing things, this very dry, controlling kind of patriarchal way that we've been living under and to create a new way. Yes. And what's interesting about this being in August, you know, and the whole idea of Leo, right? This idea that we have that Leo is a male sign, which isn't true, right? Male or female can be Leo, can be a ruler, ruler of their own life, ruler of their own light, Mm-hmm. And uh, even Regulus, who is the king, you know, the king energy or the, the gatekeeper, mm-hmm. uh, is uh, in Virgo now. The fixed sign is in Virgo. So there's a lot of flip-flopping of changing of roles. We're in, the, in August, we always have uh, Lamas, right, which is the celebration of the harvest. On the 7th of August this year is High Lamas, which is where we give gratitude. The 18, the number 18 also invites us to give gratitude and see what we have right now. So to see the beauty of what exists instead of wishing and hoping, oh, if only it was different, my life would be better. If I had more money, if I had this great blah, 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 everything would be perfect. Those are all illusions. The whole point is being present now is recognizing, wow, I am in an amazing experience right now. Mm. And the Lamas thing, as well as the Lamas thing, is this the 15. When Leo hits the 15 degree, that's the gateway or the opening, what they call uh, the Lion's Gate, which is typically celebrated on the 8th of August, but they say between the 1st and the 8th of August is this opening that happens every year. And this year is, is it's highly potent because it's bringing in these new energies. And that Uranus are, turns retrograde on that high Lamas then as well. That's right. I was thinking that when you said that, how amazing, yeah. right? And so this is part of that bringing in these new ideas, Pallas Athena, 17 degrees, this is the eighth, the number of immortality, bringing in her courage and her willingness to stand up for what she believes in. So kind of changing the idea of what it means to be at war. The other thing that's very interesting is that Mercury and um, what was it? Uh, Where's the square? Jupiter. Jupiter, right? Yeah. Both at 14 degrees. And of course, Jupiter is expanding what it touches. And Mercury is about communication, but it's in retrograde. So our communication is different. 14 is the number of communication. It's the number of putting ourselves out there and, and kind of declaring what is true for us. So there again, there's that 14 bringing in this mm-hmm. idea of communicating out in the world of uh, media it's a media number right so it's about 
not just saying what we want, but saying it out loud out in the world. So being willing to stand for what we believe in. And at a mundane level, I will say that I think it's highly likely there's going to be something very major in the news over this yes. eclipse. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> right? Major. It's got the news all over it, right? It's oh. a shocking, kind of a shocking shift. Because and it's going, to, it's going to be something that's going to change how we think about things, I think. Yes, it's a view opener, right? A yes. view finder. This is about shifting our view. Like we're starting mm-hmm. to actually be present with um, what it means to be human, like feeling our feelings instead of bottling them up or pretending they didn't really say that. Or I'm, it's that same battle weary. We battle weary mm. with trying to force people into agreeing with us because yeah. it doesn't work. So we're, we're, we don't want to be at war that way. Just like we're talking about Mars being out of bounds. The interesting thing is, right, is that it's, you know, when we're in connection with our intuition, which ties into the 11, mm. when we take action, so what we call inspired action or divine action, that's the Mars element yeah. is bringing that into reality, you know, and, you know, changing how we are in the world. This is all about changing, right, with the Capricorn and the Aries. Oh, absolutely. And then, you know, that yard from Pluto in Capricorn and Neptune in Pisces, that's huge. It's also, and I read, I can't remember who's, it was an, another astrologer, who wrote yeah. the post, and I think it's Eric Myers, his name is. Anyway, he there's a lot of this about um, talking about bringing these bigger outer energies, the outer planets, mm. into our heart, because really they've been recently discovered and learning what they mean and how about how they work within us, because they do, they work within us. So Pluto about stepping into digging up our kind of root power, Kundalini power. Mm. It's, it's about really digging deep into that. Neptune in Pisces is about um, really learning to trust our intuition and trust our faith, but not faith in a tra- traditional religious view. It's faith more in the self and mm that we know things, you know, and then Uranus turning retrograde. That's also faith in our higher mind. It's trusting that we can make these bigger connections and, and not just focus on our more lower mind, our human mind, the, the learning mind that we've learned in school. You know, it's about seeing things differently and thinking differently seeing the bigger picture yes and you know so fascinating listening to you talk and i'm just reminded and i know you mentioned this last time about leo you know the core is the heart Mm -hmm. the heart Mm -hmm. of the lion is this idea of expanding our hearts and uh, opening up to that idea of our intuition or our our meeting of the minds when we say meeting of the minds we're not talking about the mental gymnastics but mm. it's the heart right the, the biggest brain is really in your heart and yeah. um, and so that aspect of speaking or living from your heart and interesting because this day on a universal level is a three right i think i mentioned that but three is the number of joy so when we live 
through joy, then when whatever change comes, it doesn't topple us. It doesn't break down our system because we're seeing life and we're living life through the eyes of joy, which doesn't mean you, you don't have bad things happen, you know, bad experiences or whatever bad, I shouldn't say bad, like challenges. It doesn't like you don't have challenges, but you're, you're supported because you're living through gratitude and your heart and an open mind where you're like, I can be creative about the solutions. Like this is some kind of puzzle that's coming to me. This is unexpected curve. How do I um, find an exciting different solution that works for me? So we're actually engaging the mind in a very different way. Instead of going to the, let me see what's logical. We're going through the heart and filtering it into what's exciting and adventurous about this challenge Mm. that's showing up in my world yeah and that's all very leo as well joy is such a leo word and um and so is adventure you know leo is quite a risk-taking sign not in you know in a in a way of let's have fun with this and have some joy with this kind of risk more than um the gambling kind of risk although it does can represent that as well i do want to mention as well that this eclipse is the last eclipse in this series with the the nodes in leo and aquarius so we've got that ending as well so we do have echoes going back to the total eclipse last august the 21st and the the two eclipses then and the two eclipses earlier this year and um and no that's it those just those last two well, yeah. eclipses so uh. particularly that total eclipse i do want people to think back to the time around and after august the 21st 2017 it was quite dramatic for me i know that but i was in the totality luckily enough um but i think <laughs> it was a memorable time and it did it literally eclipse some things for me so there's going to be more of that uh, you bring, and you bring up a great point since this is the ending of the cycle it's a huge sign of change right mm-hmm. yeah uh, and the aspect of the last that eclipse that eclipsed the whole you know eclipsed the whole of America, um, whether we were in the path and witnessed it, we're still affected by it. Oh, for sure. And the interesting thing is, right? I talked about the fourteen of Mercury and and um, Jupiter, mm-hmm. but one of four is five, and the nodes are at five degrees, and five mm-hmm. is the number of freedom and adventure and change so there's that eclipse like you mentioned of uh, kind of this old way that we were stuck in a path like there's nothing we can do with these helpless people just kind of being pushed along and here we are we are experiencing it's almost like the 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 you know the heavens or whatever you want to call it are being like pulled open Mm. And there's this light, like, oh, I didn't see this, you know, this big hole around me that I can breathe deeper and see more. And it's like everything, you know, when the light comes in, even when we think about in terms of Leo, the sun comes in and or the moon shining on something, Mm. we can often see what we have missed because of the darkness. And here on the opposite side, of course, the moon is in darkness when it's... uh, uh, you know, in the new moon, but it is definitely this energy of letting go of that, you know, that kind of cover up 
where, yeah. oh, I didn't know there were all these holes that I could connect. I thought it was all closed up, right? It's <laughs> like being able to burst through and remake this exciting energy, bringing back our childlike qualities. You know, the playfulness is, um, is there for us to touch and, and not get so caught up in the fear. Oh, I don't, I, I think our old way of doing things was like, if it was something unknown, it was scary. Yeah. Here we are on this path of the unknown and we're still fine. We're, we're, we are. We're engaging more, right? Which is a childlike energy. We're learning to, wait, I'm not defeated by this. Mm. I'm, in, I'm emboldened. I'm, 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 I'm seeing things I didn't see. And there's a very mind opening as well as heart opening element to this whole eclipse. And I think you've kind of alluded to it, but I'm kind of just thinking a little bit about and I'm not going to be specific about some of the things that are happening politically in, in the world, not just the mm. USA, about, but about how people feel that they're awakened and their minds are opened, but they're really just buying into another form of mind control. Because, <laughs> um, But I think there's going to be a lot of people's kind of um, minds shattered and opened and they go, oh so none of it's true but some of it's true in all of it kind of you know what i mean yes totally there's some truth in everything out there but none of it's completely true so stop thinking that you have to think that this side's true or that this story's all true or that this is all true because nothing is right now or all, all true and there's a real element of mind opening with all this uranus aquarius energy and the mercury being retrograde and squaring jupiter as well i won't be surprised if there's something more around kind of the me too movement that comes out as well oh definitely that's definitely gonna come up and certainly if not in this month and through this kind of opening mm. definitely in september but you know what's so interesting you were talking about what came to mind is this idea of confinement right yes it's almost like we've been in confined in a you know some kind of madhouse right mm. where and then different boxes we all think our box is right exactly right and now it's kind of like the skies have opened or you know this light is pouring in and we're going like wow i had no idea there was all this stuff out there yeah and what's interesting is i wanted to bring up this idea the whole idea of llamas as well is this idea of first harvest or the harvest is is the um is we are enjoying the fruits of our seeding right the mm -hmm. first seeding and so we can say that about that eclipse from last year that the great american eclipse what's happening now is all of these layers are starting to peel back and we're going wait oh i didn't know that oh i didn't know that oh i see it's that pulling away of the victim mindset of going uh, i don't know what to do and then oh, here's something new, right? That revelatory freedom. We are being freed from these crazy ideas that it has to be a certain way, that it looks a certain way, or that we can't let go of a certain story because mm -hmm. that's defined us our whole lives. There's a certain, and one of our mutual friends on Facebook, actually, Jennifer Seek. Oh, she, yes. She actually said, there's a real feel of teenage rebellion. I can't hear you. She said there's a real feel of teenage rebellion in the air right now. 
that that's what's <laughs> happening on this eclipse as well. Because yes, yeah, because the Aquarius it's it's like is is rebellion and Leo actually represents teenagers. <laughs> so that's right. Yes, and, and yes. But I think this is the exciting thing is, and what's so interesting because of the Aquarian air and energy, which can go either way, right? The, or the Capricornian, like they want us to believe a certain thing so they can control us. Yeah. And we're used to following orders. We're used to being sheep and just kind of going along. Oh, that's the way it's supposed to be. So uh, there's that kind of excitement, but there's also that kind of, oh, like what's going on? Oh, I can choose. I can do something different. This mm-hmm. is the freedom because really what is freedom? And those fives that are, you know, we talked about that are all about freedom. Even yeah. the nine, the endings, the 19, the beginnings, this is freedom yeah. where we have challenges, but we get to experience them in a different way and we can mm-hmm. resist. You know, I, I don't really resist isn't my favorite word, but I think it's like resist or re-engage or yeah new that refreshing idea like oh i've done it like this but i can re like we've got all these planets in retrograde right it's that Mm -hmm. kind of looking at this uh, world i think you said nine which is another interesting you know number right the endings and letting go and this kind of re-looking at something and going oh that was you know those assumptions are, are not what i want to take forward because you know if we think about ourselves raising our vibration or raising our awareness and we're going to a different place, you know, how do we get there? We, we've got to just take a few things. We just can't lag along everything we, uh, we have, right? Exactly. This new space. So we want to clear out so we can think more clearly. And I just want to talk a little bit more quickly about the Mars and um, kind of um, Aries energy, because I just thought I'd have a quick look. Um, Mm. Something nudged my mind. And Mars, on the August the 21st eclipse last year, Mars was actually at 20 degrees of Leo, only two degrees away, away from where this eclipse is. And now, as I've mentioned, he's at that zero Aquarius with Lilith, but he rules Aries. And here we have Chiron right at the beginning. Of, and he's the maverick, shaman, healer kind of thing. Right at the beginning of Aries. And Aries is, yes, it's the male, but it's also the I am. It's mm-hmm. the kind of the toddler of the Zodiac, if you like. If you, <laughs> if you think of a toddler, they're very elemental in the I am. They, they just you know, they just are, they just do what they want and they just are, they don't, they haven't got all this stuff on them yet that, um, kind of makes them think about everybody else first and all that. Yes. The restrictions. Yes, exactly. And then, and there's Chiron, um, in this lovely T square on this eclipse, um, opposing, um, Venus, which is mm. the archetypal feminine in her own sign of Libra. And then they're both squaring Saturn in Capricorn. Those rules, again, it's like all the rules are being broken on this about what it is to be male, what it is to be female, what it is to be human, what it is to be me. <laughs> yes, yes. And what it is to be me out in the world because yeah. Saturn rules our appearance in the world or our fear around being you know being consistent or consistent about that yeah Uh, 
or how we look at time. Like, you know, we've got all these weird ideas, like I don't have time to, you know, mm-hmm. be who I am. But the truth is that's all we have time for. And with yeah. Mars being at that zero degree of Aquarius and we're moving into the age of Aquarius, it's mm. it's just all... I, I feel it's kind of telling us where we're going. We're kind of being pushed into this more androgynous kind of era. That doesn't mean there won't be men and, men and women still. <laughs> and that we can't choose who we have sex with. Right? <laughs> exactly. But it does mean that we'll be less, um, less attractive attached to the rules of what it is i've i've actually just um one of my good friends has started this um little she did it for herself but it's about she calls it real and it's about letting go of the societal constructs of and it started with her teeth basically a lot of her friends had had um you know, braces spent $5,000 or more on straightening teeth. And my friend doesn't have straight teeth. And, and, and she's like, well, you know, why do we have to have straight teeth? And <laughs> so it's, oh all yeah, about that, that's, you know, <laughs> it's all about, you know, leading deep acceptance of who we are. <laughs> exactly. And, 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 and instead of conforming to someone else's rules going, this was is what I feel comfortable with. I feel comfortable yes. with my shape. It's interesting the teeth thing because that's a Saturn thing, right? Yes, the exactly. But yeah. how fascinating, and that's true. I, I do think this is a very exciting time because we're moving between this kind of exuberance and embarrassment. You know, the idea that you know, just like you're saying, this toddler energy where we're getting to explore things in a new way and be excited and then fall down and fail and go, Oh, it doesn't work like that. I got to get up and figure it out a different way. Like we're learning to walk in a different environment, which is very exciting, but it's also embarrassing, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I have to, you mean, I have to admit like the thing with the teeth, like you're saying, right? Yeah. Oh, first it's the embarrassing. And then you go, well, what the fuck? I don't care. Yeah. I mean, she might, you never know, you know, if she decides to end, you know, if she explores it and decides to get braces, that's for her own reasons, that's different. Yes. But at least she's questioning why she might even be drawn to do it. You know, why do I have to have straight teeth? Because people say it looks better. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. But and again, this is also the first house, the appearance, like how, yeah. and the, whatever the tent, the, how we appear in the world. Like when we're confined to appearing a certain way, then there is a lot of, it takes away a lot of the kind of impulsive nature of our, you know, uh, natural form. Like mm-hmm. I, I want to be exuberant about who I am, but Oh, you are telling me I need to be embarrassed because my teeth don't, con- you know, they're not, yeah the right way or my body is in the right shape or I'm an older woman so I shouldn't enjoy my body because you know yeah I've got lumps and bumps so whatever and I should, I should wear all these pull-up things that pull you in because my belly now sags over <laughs> whatever <it is. laughs> you know I my my uh I've done some work with a mutual mentor of ours and my superpower is deep acceptance. And I'm on a real kind of path to help people to be deeply accepting of who they are. 
every bit of it like whether their blotches and pockmarks are internal or external or perceived blotches and pockmarks i should i should say you know well, it's, yes, it's absolutely. Who, judges, who judges them as being well wrong? <laughs> well the, the 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 truth of the matter is we will always judge others because that's part of our makeup right now oh yeah, yeah and that's how we define or put people in their little categories and that's a very typical human thing but the bigger picture when we're looking at the nines and the elevens that are coming through is this idea that um we are all made of the same material so underneath these kind of uh personalities or physical shapes mm. we're actually uh, more alike than we're different uh, and so there's nothing wrong with having our own quirks but we need to own it instead of being embarrassed like oh let me become more like you let's all become uniform I know. which i think is very interesting this idea of the androgynous idea that a lot of us have that being androgynous means we are uniform oh. and i don't think that's true at all no, I don't. it's like when we let go of this idea that we need to be uniform mm. you know like we're all these little soldiers exactly. uh, right <laughs> and you know of course we're all going to judge we it's in our nature to judge but it's when we turn that judgment against ourselves i think that that that's what i'm in a bit on against a bit of a mission about you know don't let other people's judgment of what you should do or look like or be like or whatever affect acceptance of who you are deep inside <laughs> yes well that's a good point because the, the the whole thing about judgment is you know we all have free will so if somebody wants to judge you that's mm. fine but if you living your life based on what you think other people are thinking yes it, you know and i know i spent a lot of my life in that place you oh me too come to terms like you can never really have roots you can never have a sense of self you yeah. can't trust yourself because all you're thinking about is am i meeting the standards that somebody else has put out there for me yeah and of course you're never going to because you know it's all in their head or it's all in your head it's an illusion exactly and, you know so this is the point of coming to that acceptance of who you are that's the higher energy that's the way you live in this body is this is this is the container i have mm -hmm. which shouldn't stop you right here's that word should but you know it, it, it you get to choose do you want that container to dictate who you are mm. or do you want to be be like i love my container yes exactly and i love what's in the container too i love my soul and spirit you know I may ha I may realize that I, you know, as long as you don't hurt, go around hurting people, nobody's suggesting that, you no, know, it's, it takes you back to the Wiccan read really. And I posted that in my article today, you know, and do as you will, so long as you harm none. So however, I can't remember the exact wording, you know, it's, um, you know, it's just be you, but just don't, you know, don't intentionally go out to hurt people, but don't let anybody else stop you either being you so. and i think yes exactly and there's that comes to the respect you know it's recognizing that there's many of us bumping against each other in this environment so we can still be us but we can be respectful we can be kind you know yeah. we don't need to attack others or destroy them because they have a different opinion we don't need to change the shape of who we are to meet their needs mm -hmm. we can just 
meet in the middle. You know, I, I think this is the great thing to remember that who we are as individuals, our individuality is the excitement of the universe expressing itself through us. Yes. That's our juice. That's our jam. And the rest is we figure out how to kind of muddle along in groups because we want to be with other people, right? We yes. want to get along with them. We love being with other people. So make it easy on ourselves. Like we just accept. This is something that, you know, I'm learning more and more. Uh, how do we accept the people around us for who they are instead of criticizing them and judging mm. them, just going, oh, so this is their big personality. And I'm just going to embrace that with love. And I don't have to think about or tell them about something they need to do different. Exactly. So I just want to, you know, the, We've mainly focused on the eclipse necessarily because it's so big, <laughs> you know, and, and I have to say, where are we? August the 3rd between now, the next, the eclipse is a week away. It's, it's this end next week is going to be crazy. I, I've described it as one. I used one of the terms from the big fire that's happening in California at the moment. They, they came up with a new thing called fire NATO because it's like a tornado. <laughs> of fire that's how it kind of feels to me it's kind of blowing me away uh, you know in both a good way and less good way because my daughter had her big bad car accident where she's not hurt but it was it was big uh, when I, my heart sank when I saw her car but she's fine to listeners but it's got it's that kind of energy you know people are having accidents I've seen a lot of other accidents I've seen people with black eyes and all kinds of stuff because um Aries is uh, very much the head as well and we've got Mars and ruling Aries so there's a lot of kind of head things going on but after the eclipse <laughs> I will say <laughs> It does start to calm down. We will do another podcast for the full moon in Pisces on August the 26th. But before then, you know, Mercury, the, the eclipse happens with seven retrogrades, but Mercury turns direct on um, August the 18th or 19th, depending where in the world you are. And that's another, another 11, 11 degrees Leo. <laughs> <laughs> And we do have the final of three Jupiter-Neptune trines oh, excuse me, um, happening um, at 15 Scorpio and Pisces. And I think after the 18th and 19th, with Mercury turning direct and Jupiter and Neptune bringing this fabulous kind of watery um, faith and trust energy, I think things will start to really simmer down cool down a little bit and, and move forward but between now and then really it's kind of it is kind of crazy um yeah we're we're in this this space where we're in a battle for you know freeing freeing ourselves freeing our ideas and it's true once mercury settles down we'll be in a more focused place the, the yeah. truth is once we take root in who we are which is what this is all about mm. we are more confident when we're out in the world. Uh, so we're getting shocks and all these things happening, whether it's something fiery happening or accidental or mm -hmm. even disease prone something or information, shocking information. Mm -hmm. Once we get past this idea of rooting ourselves in a new place, we will feel that confidence to go, I wasn't expecting this, but I know I have the courage mm -hmm. and the ability to 
walk through this. Yeah. And that will give us, we'll be in a much clearer, a sharper intellect, a more open-hearted way of dealing with things. So instead of going into panic, we're yeah. going to go into openness. So, And I would suggest, you know, if for any listeners that are kind of experiencing a little or, find, or finding it hard times right now, that to look to drop into your heart, do heart opening meditations, do anything, check in with your heart and see what really matters to your heart. Because a lot of this is just outside stuff. You know, it's like my daughter's okay. That's all that matters. (laughs) The accident was, was pretty scary, but it's, it's over. It's done. You know, we could sit here forever going, Oh my God, she had an accident. And it's like, Oh, but she's fine. She's recovering. And, um, you know, obviously my heart is, is with my kids, but for anybody else that's having a hard time, drop into what really matters for you and, and to what brings you joy and all the outer stuff. It, it'll pass, you know, it'll go. <laughs> yes. Yes, great advice. I also want to add is that uh, getting more connected to your feelings because there's a lot of emotion. As we're becoming more present in our bodies, we're feeling our emotions instead of pushing them down. So becoming more, uh, I think I read somewhere somebody was saying becoming friendly with your emotions, like Mm. building that connection, like, oh, I'm upset, I'm mad, I'm being okay with it instead of like, oh, I don't want to feel my feelings. Let me eat something. Let me get angry with someone else. It's like recognizing what do I need yeah. and that emotion. And I think in those terms, even talking about like what your daughter experienced and you did, Louise, is what do most, like what does your daughter need at that moment? A hug, mm-hmm. an open heart, a yes. it's okay, we're going to figure it out. Going and saying, well, we're panicked about this, but let's just look at the facts, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and if the worst case happens, we will deal with it. Yeah. We'll deal with it, you know, the best way we can with that open heart, opening and recognizing our right to be upset when things happen. Oh, it's yeah. okay. We don't want to nurse that kind of victimhood. We want to go, oh, I'm having a moment of experiencing these emotions. I'm feeling overwhelmed. Let me just sit with this and feed myself love or whatever it is that you do to feel more connected. And I did that, you know, and and it is necessary. You know, it's not like I went, oh, she's had an accident and she's fine. It's okay. Are you there? I can't hear you. (laughs) Yes, I was still talking. It's still recording. I was just saying that um, the night after the accident, you know, I barely slept and I did allow myself to feel Mm. You know, it was it was fear, fear of, you know, losing a kid, all that kind of stuff, even though she was okay. But I allowed myself to sit with those feelings and then focus on what really matters and lots of hugs and yeah, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, great advice, Jen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I hope some other people are listening who I've noticed Mm. going through some hard times too. Yeah. Mm hmm. Can you not hear me still, Jen? I don't know whether Jen's gone again. I think he may be coming back. <laughs> so in the meantime, 
Hello, you're back. I'm back. <laughs> I think it was your connection was digging yes, out yeah. why you couldn't hear me. But I was just agreeing with you, basically. That's all you've missed. So great. That was great advice. So, so uh, unless you have anything more to say about the energies, we've probably um, podcasted on for quite a while here. So Yes. I did get the Sabian symbol. Oh, yes. The 19, Leo 19. A houseboat party crowded with revelers. The water reflects its light. And um, I think that's a really interesting uh, uh, expression, houseboat party, which means we really have the choice of, of enjoying this place and seeing the light and being able to choose. And the... Um, the kind of message of it at the end of it was freedom mm -hmm. from social rigidity, right? So yeah, something like that, right? Exactly it's what like, we've been talking about. I know, right? That totally ties in. It's crazy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it really does. I know. They always do. Everything always ties in. The numbers, everything. So do you want to tell everybody how they can find you? Sure. So they can find me. It's Jen Duchenne all over the place, jenduchenne.com. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and I have a group on Facebook, the uh, Light Club of the Woo Woo Weirdos of the World. Mm -hmm. And like I say, search me, Jenduchenne. Cool. And for me, um, it's the same, really, my name everywhere. <laughs> so louiseeddington.com. I have a, a Facebook group called the Planetary Magic Cafe. Um, that is, uh, a, I don't do a huge amount in there, but I share all my writings in there and things and, and some other fun stuff now and again. Um, I also have a Patreon, Louise Eddington on Patreon, if anybody's interested, because I write daily. So if anybody wants to look at my writings daily they can find them there but other than that we'll be back in a couple of weeks um, we have a full moon at pisces in pisces sorry at three degrees of pisces and um that's gonna have a whole different energy to it so <laughs> so uh come back um and meet and listen to us then so for now it's goodbye from me goodbye from me Till next time.